Listener Production. The Aussie share market is keeping the gains alive with yet another improvement. And what happened with explosives company Orica today? Good afternoon, I'm Steve. I'm Laura. It's Wednesday the 20th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Stevie? You seem very excited with the explosives <laughs> comment there. I just wanted to wow. sound explosive, you know. Yes. And you know what? I'm starting to believe in Santa. Really? We've lifted again today, yeah. the eighth time in nine sessions. We've had sizable gains in December so far, up around 6.5%. Tell me that oh, ain't Santa. Strong. Well, look, who else could it be? Who else could it be? <laughs> it's either Santa or inflation and interest rate excitement. It's one <laughs> it, or the other. One or the other. All, I'm, all I'm voting for Santa. Well, it looks like central bankers are the new Santa of 2023. <laughs> I mean, the ASX200 today, three quarters of a percent higher. You're right. You know, we've had... Barely any losses. In fact, one in the past nine days, 5.2% higher over that period as well. And we are very close to a record high. I mean, we got to within 1% mm. of an all-time high today. Mm. The one thing to keep in mind here is over the past few years, each time that the market has come very close to a record high or has hit a record high, it hasn't been able to stay there very long. So mm. this is going to be a test, I think, in coming days and really in coming weeks, whether or not the market has enough optimism around to crack through that level and stay there for more than a day or two, or whether or not that's going to act as a ceiling, especially considering how strong the gains have been over the, the past couple of months. And what goes up generally does come down. So obviously we had those three months of falls. We've had now two months of gains. So, you know, we'll just wait and see what happens. Yep. But as you mentioned, at the moment, we are 1.1% away from record highs, but we did touch 1% during today's session. So we'll wait and see. Five trading days to go. Yep, this exactly. Year. And one of the main catalysts has been just growing hopes that central banks are not only potentially finished with rate hikes, but that there's more talk around potential rate cuts. cuts at some point next year. And there's a bit of a, you know, disagreement perhaps across markets around when that could happen first. Mm. But here in Australia, you know, CBA thinks that we could get uh, the first rate cuts uh, around September next year. And in the US, it could happen even uh, sooner potentially, but we'll just have to wait and see. Exactly right. But keep in mind, the RBA hasn't actually said anything about rate cuts yet. Mm -hmm. Whereas over in the US, they have had their dot plot, which is basically their plan of what's going to happen in the next few months. And we have seen rate cuts on the agenda there. So that's sort of the difference here. Again, we're waiting for that key inflation update at the end of January, which will yep. drive what happens in early February with the interest rate decision here in Australia. And we might hear more about the outlook at that time as well in February. So we'll wait for that. Exactly. Let's look at sectors. So we've got 11 sectors of the Aussie market. Just one is down. Just one tech that's really being dragged by two main stocks, which is WiseTech and Altium. And they were high for most of the session as well. We did yeah. have all 11 in the green, um, but they've just sort of slowed down in the afternoon. And also tech's easily the best performer this year. It's up 20, 29% as a, as a sector, 2% of the Aussie market in the US, a third of the US market, mm. which is why there is that difference between how well we've done and how well the Americans have done, which is significantly more, but a little bit of weakness, but as you know, as we discussed, a big outperformer. And there hasn't been quite as much company news around today. I mean, we've had a lot the past couple mm. of days, but there's still been some companies that stood out today. Yeah, we heard from Pexa Group, which some of you might not be that familiar with, but it's down in the order of 12% today, one of its worst day in months. So it's a digital property settlements platform. So rather than, you know, if you're buying or selling a property, rather than heading over to your real estate agent and signing a, a big pile of documents and initialing many of them, you can buy or sell a property basically 
on your phone remotely while you're having a drink somewhere. Easy peasy. Which I might or might not have done before. (laughs) But uh, they gave an update today and they said that there are a range of uncertainties that are continuing to impact their businesses in Australia and the UK in particular. They still think they're likely to meet their previous guidance or their expectations for profits and revenues, but it is lower than what and less than what they made a year earlier. Exactly right. Now let's get to Orica. This one's been quite interesting today. So as I said at the beginning, this is a company that deals with manufacturing explosives, mostly for the mining sector. So they make commercial explosives and blasting systems. So it might be a little bit different to a day in the office over here. What do you think? I think so. Maybe a little bit similar. Who knows? Not really. Well, today the company announced that it's buying a Canadian business called Terra Insights for $561 million, which they'll be paying for using existing cash. So there'll be no need to raise any funds from investors. And Terra Insights is an end-to-end data delivery platform. So basically it will complement what Orica does to help them with monitoring and their data delivery. The acquisition should be complete in the first half of 2024, but still Orica shares have been a little bit lower today, down by two and a half percent. And sticking with explosives, Incitec Pivot was also what an in, explosive day. In fo- very much so. Um, very much in focus today. It actually, well, it's got two two things that it does basically. It sells fertilizer and it sells explosives. And it said today that it's encountered some complications with the underperforming business, which is the fertilizers business. Now, it's been in the process of trying to sell this to a state-owned group in Indonesia, but said that it's encountered some complications here. So uh, it held its AGM today with investors at its annual general meeting and said that over the very near term, it intends to make a decision on whether or not to move forward with the sale despite the complications so it can better focus on explosives or if it walks away from the sale and then thinks, you know, of its next move from there. Another one that caught my eye, KMD Brands, which was formerly called Katmandu. So they actually own Katmandu and also Mm -hmm. Rip Curl and Oboz brand. So they released a trading update today saying that its sales have fallen 12.5% in the four months through to November. And this is, of course, compared with the same four-month period the prior year. The reason, ongoing weakness in consumer sentiment. So I guess there's no surprises there with all the interest rate hikes and cost of living. And in particular, they flagged that its Kathmandu brand has been struggling since late last financial year sales down almost 22% in year-to-date terms. That's just so far this financial year, 2024. But keep in mind, it is coming off a strong performance in 2023, where sales were up around 72%. But on the other end of things, Rip Curl and Oboz businesses have been doing all right, especially with the Black Friday sales that just passed. So they'll continue on improving Katmandu, but KMD brand share price down around 8% today and hit its worst level in almost four years. And it's been a big underperformer in that retail consumer discretionary space. It's down 27% this year. Consumer discretionary stocks are up in the order of 18%, Mm. so really dragging its feet. Elsewhere, some dividends. We've spoken about dividends a bit this week because we had a, a couple of the banks paying them out at the start of the week, and then we've got ANZ at the end of the week. Today, we heard from Elders Group, which paid out its dividend 23 cents per share. That's the final payment. And we can see that Elder Shares, how they do today on the back of that dividend payment, they're up 
just less than 1%, so up 0.8%. Because we've now closed the session, we're up two thirds of 1% today. That's almost 50 points, so 49 points. So a pretty good day. We did extend that winning streak as we expected. So let's look ahead. Um, The news is really, really dying down as we get closer to the end of the year. So not much coming out of the US tonight. Yeah, exactly. Not much. I mean, one thing to to watch will be home sales figures out of the United States. There's also a weekly update on oil inventories, which is how much oil is being held in the US and some inflation stats um, out of the UK as well. And then if we look to tomorrow, nothing in uh, in economic terms, Mm but ANZ will host their annual general meeting and that's before their dividend payment on Friday. And that's Almost it at Almost that point. It. There'll be, you know, right at the end of the week, some inflation stats out of the US, but we're at that point now where, you know, anything can happen in markets as far as volumes go, and it wouldn't be surprising to see volumes starting to die down shortly. Absolutely. Well, let's talk more tomorrow. Sounds good. Thank you. Bye, friends. Bye. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.